Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at RareDrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com welcome to episode 158 of star wars and scotch it's kevin joined by tim hey and we are here to uh bring you all the latest in the star wars news which there is a decent amount of and some fun stuff as well yeah it came out uh, on a tuesday which is nice yeah not wednesday at like 10 a.m thanks guys Thank you so much. Thank you. So, uh, but how's your week been, Tim? Um, let's see. Today's Wednesday. Uh, yeah, it's been all right. It's been very Tarky. Lots of Tarkov. Yep. Very, very Tarky. Lots of Tarkov, um, a little bit of magic. Got some new cards. I'm bringing both of my decks over on Sunday, just so you know. A viewer is really nice and sent me some new dragon cards. I bought some new Eldrazi cards. My Eldrazi deck is terrifying. Well, which one are you going to use against me? (laughs) That's what I'm scared of. (laughs) We'll figure it out, Kevin. He's going to wipe the floor with me. Anyway, we'll talk about that next week after we play on Sunday. Um, But, uh, yeah, the week's been good. No complaints. We did have a crazy storm here yesterday. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. It was like... It was windy, it rained, power flickered a little bit, but that was it. Like, nothing crazy happened. I even pulled the furniture in from the patio, and that was unnecessary. We took the umbrella down and took some of the loose stuff down. Um, we lost power for, like, two and a half hours, but... Crazy. We were, uh, I mean, we turned on the, the, you know, the LED lamps Danielle bought for her birthday that we put on all the tables? Yes. So we had a bunch of those, so we just turned those on, and we played uh, the Lord of the Rings role-playing game. Oh, cute. Uh, with Hunter, yeah, which was fun. It's a lot of fun. It's not a competitive game. You have to work together to... It's like each board mm-hmm. is a chapter of the story, so you flip to the next chapter, and that's the new board for the next game. Oh, cool. It's a lot of fun. We, um, uh, uh, Mindy and Chris brought over the Mario Party Life, and Kyler fell in love with that, so we got it for him, and we played it last night. Uh, is that a board game? What yeah, is that? yeah, it's the game of life. It's just, oh, it's just oh life but mario party yeah, it's mario party um oh that's fun yeah it was really fun hunter and i started lorcana too which ah, is, uh, cool yeah lorcana is fun if if you want it's more like magic than it was it is like hearthstone yes. to be honest mm-hmm. um but it's super quick it's like 15 minute games um oh. and it's a lot of fun nice so it's 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 been a fun little exploration of not doing stuff on the screen that's but fun, um, right yeah, yeah, getting outside, touching grass—it's very, Lovely. very interesting, very therapeutic. 
Well, uh, we would be remiss to not let you know about Kings Coast Coffee, and my sadness this morning is this is my last cup of Christmas blend until the end of this year. Yeah, I ran out. So uh, this is it. This is the end of the line for me. Um, but Winter Waves is out, so if you're interested in a new seasonal roast, Winter Waves. But Wayne has been killing it with the roaster's choice lately. Yes. So I ordered two bags of roaster's choice this time It's been really good. It's been very, yeah, very Wayne's, good. Wayne's been slaying it with roaster's choice. So make sure you head over to kingscoastcoffee.com. Uh, grab yourself some Winter Waves. Grab yourself some roaster's choice. But uh, yeah, or stop in the cafe. Apparently the cafe is busier than it was during the holidays. Oh, as the kids say, it's Bussin. Bussin, yes. Bussin. Bussin. Yeah, the, I love the guy the that makes the prison food on, on TikTok. Jaw is Bussin, no cap, on a stack. Have you seen the guy who makes the prison food on TikTok and what? says that? No, I'm sorry. So he uh, he teaches you how to make things in prison, like how oh, he made like them in prison? And stuff. No, 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 food. Oh, food. food. Oh, sorry. Oh, so like, yeah. so like toilet wine. Essentially, yes. Nice. But he's making like ice cream and jello and all this ice stuff. Ice cream? Shut up. Oh, it's the way they have to get inventive is very impressive. Kevin, but at are the you end planning of, on going to prison anytime soon? No. Okay. No, I was I'm just good. wondering. Okay. But he, he'll he take a bite of it at the end and then he looks at the camera and goes, boss in. Boss I'll send you a video. Okay. It's very funny. Perfect. Um, very excited. But uh, kingshousecoffee.com. Make sure you head over and uh, like I said, grab some winter waves. Roaster's Choice has been it for me lately. So I highly recommend Roaster's Choice. Uh, Wayne has just been absolutely on top of it. Uh, GCX, job, we're only eight months away from GCX. <laughs> Here we are again. <laughs> GCXevent.com, a bunch of you bought tickets over the holidays. Uh, job, so, um, yeah, we're going to start ramping up those announcements and getting the word out. But if you want to get in early, if you want early access to the hotel block, make sure you pick up your premier ticket, premium ticket, whatever the heck it's called these days. Uh, GCX event dot com nothing going on at lab 77 but there is the evergreen collection so make sure you head over to lab 77 check that out as well uh at lab shop dot lab 77 dot co um but tim guess what we did last week we brought our entire listener base together and united them oh in an overall hatred of rebel moon (laughs) oh perfect great not one negative comment on any video (laughs) crushing it everyone and i mean everyone i think i think i had maybe one or two people that were like i liked it like they were kind of like they were like oh i had a good time and i was like all right i mean like good for you but yeah one broadcaster we both know uh said they liked it and no hate like if you liked it great i hope you enjoy it but for us it was just not it cultured but it was it was just funny to read. I started reading all the comments. I'm like, I wonder what other people think. Were they good? Yeah, everyone Perfect. was was joining in on the jokes. Excellent. And, um, a, a bunch of people said that they really enjoyed my realization of Superman. Yes. A lot yeah, of there people, was a lot of that. A lot of people were like, yeah. <laughs> the Superman realization. Everyone appreciated us pulling all the comparisons, copying, if you will, out. Um, and a lot of people, it was uh, so like, plain. It was like just out there in plain sight. Like there was no trying to hide it at all. A lot of people liked my line about, um, Zack Snyder not maturing as a filmmaker in over 10 years. So, uh, between you with Superman and me with that line, uh, those, those two clips did very well. It. And everyone agreed us. with us. It only takes negative hate to, uh, we weren't negative. We were honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally down to be honest and transparent with people on crappy media. If that's what it takes to get popular, Kevin, let's do it. Time to bring spoiler cast back. Oh just gonna, boy. We're going to spoil <laughs> all the bad shows. I'm, I'm comfortable right now. Um, well, yeah, so thanks for listening last week and uh, joining us in, in our dislike of Rebel Moon. I'm still, like I said, I'm still going to watch part two. Tim's not because he didn't even finish part one. Nope. But we will not I'm be good. covering part two. Unless for show. some reason Twitter explodes and they're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Or if they come out and they're like, the, Z- the Snyder cut for the first part is just fantastic. But it's like it's going to be like over four hours long. I don't know if I want to watch yeah. it. You know, what Rob pointed out to me is that the movie was Dario versus Dario because the old actor that played Dario Naharis in Game of Thrones is the bad guy. And yes. the new actor that played Dario Naharis is the good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the multiverse. Um, so, uh, yeah, thanks. 
But moving along to Star Wars things, there's a decent amount of, of news today. Yeah. Um, the fun fun one was um, the was it the Golden Globes whatever award show I can't stand was this week or last weekend and um, time, yeah. Mark Hamill posted a picture with Natalie oh, Portman that said now I have finally met my mother I that was really cute <laughs> the fact that they haven't met all of this time that though, was think the, about that. that was the part that I thought was really interesting is that did he not get invited to the other premieres I don't. Did he no, just why want to do them? I don't know. I'm so confused by that. You would think that at some Star Wars celebration, they would have bumped shoulders or something. But hey. I have no idea. I thought I found that to be very, very wild. But um, Mark played it off in his elegant, nice, awesome manner. Um, he's looking old, though. That's my only concern these days. Is he's, starting to, he's starting to get up there. Yeah, he looks great and, for his age. Yeah, him but. and Harrison are looking older. Well, Harrison's isn't Harrison have like fifteen years on him? Yeah, I'm just saying, like they're just they're looking older. I feel like Harrison Ford's never actually gonna die because he's a grumpy old man. He'll crash uh, a plane into something, I'm sure. He's 81. Who? Mark Hamill. Harrison. I want to say Hamill's in his 70s. 72. They're yeah. nine years apart. Yep. I also love that Mark Hamill's been married to the same woman since 1978. Yeah, man. I mean, like there is thing is true love. Marilou York is Mark Hamill's wife. And they have like three kids together, I think. Um, Yeah, so it was just nice to see the the two of them together. It was a really funny moment because I had no idea that they had never met. Yeah, that was Um, cute. Hamill said, when I saw that Natalie Portman was my mother, I thought, holy moly. (laughs) Hamill previously joked, a woman that beautiful has a kid that looks like this? I'm not buying it. I should look way more (laughs) handsome. (laughs) Um, and then back in 2018, uh, Stephen Colbert had Portman on her sh- on his show, and he said, um, uh, uh, "Portman said it's such a shame. Uh, I would love to meet Mark. I would love uh, to meet you. Come over uh, anytime." So uh-huh. it took even since then. It took six years for them to meet. So crazy, yeah. But uh, you know, Natalie Portman grew, uh, grew up like three towns over from me. I had no idea, Kevin. She is from, I believe it's Syosset, New York, and I am like Dick Sills. So does that make you? Over. So what does that make you? Absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. I wasn't <clears> sure <throat> if that made you like cousins by proxy or something. I mean, Long Island is quite incestuous. So you should. Yeah, I mean, you should just go to Star Wars Celebration and just walk right up to her. I'm her cousin. Hey, cuz. Natalie, Natalie, I haven't seen you in years. It's me, I Kevin, mean, I, from three towns over. Don't you remember? I, I could name drop all the friends we That's have. That's what I'm saying. That I could do. That's what I'm saying. You should just start doing that. It'd be great. Be like, do you know Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> do you know Carol? <laughs> oh my God. It's you. She I does. No, familiar. she's friends with them. I know she is because they all went to school together. Yeah. That's what she got plucked out of school to film Star Wars. I think it was like ninth or 10th grade. Uh, I had the biggest crush on her when I was a kid. Portman in episode one, she is 16. Yeah, so she was like ninth or 10th grade, like 10th grade probably, um, when she got plucked out of school. And I remember my friends telling me, oh, yeah, the girl, this girl I go to school with is going to be in the new Star Wars. And I was like, what? Wild. So, yeah. Was, uh, Long Island's small, though. It's not. There we go. It's like it's the foothill. It's like a foot. I don't know. How do you, how do you describe it? Of New York City. It's an island. But we're our own ecosystem. I don't know. It was good time, it's where all the rich people live. Not anymore. Yeah, it's where <laughs> all the ex-rich people used to live. If you go far east enough, then yeah, they're all there. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a fun little one. Um, another interesting article that came out this week, and this was where we got the Adam Driver original article, was Variety put out another article uh, saying... Driver? Adam Driver made the Star Wars set more exhausting than it should have been. Oh, God. Um, so that's kind of the response to what he said is now people that worked on the movie with him are saying that he was a pain in the butt. Well, I mean, do you think do you think he's kind of a drama queen? I don't think he's a drama queen. I think he's a perfectionist. I can see I think, that. 
Adam wants things to be the way that they intended to be. Now, people did respond to us on that and make some interesting points that, you know, if you're the actor and you're being paid, shut your mouth and, and go along with it. But it really depends on the type of contract you sign. Sure. Are you part of the creative? Because sometimes that is part of acting. Yeah, or how know? much will the director let you get away with? You know, like how, mm -hmm. how much leeway will they give you? Or do they really want you to be on point for what, however it was written? Look at Robin Williams doing the genie. They handed him a script, but they also told him, you know, go wild. And they couldn't animate it until he recorded his voice lines because they had to animate the genie around his voice lines. <laughs> which is the opposite of how you make a cartoon. Give you such a crick in the neck. That whole sequence, most of it is improv. Unlimited cosmic power. It's like, come here, boy. Bring people back from the dead. But that's my point is like in a situation like that, he has creative control over, right. you know, how it's going to be. And they're kind of making the movie around him at that point. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Adam's deal with Star Wars was. It sounds like he was very disappointed and, and sold something that he wasn't given. Like Tim said last week, he was supposed to be the next Vader. And that's that was you know, my assumption. Got, but I mean, like also we, he his his overall like just character presence or screen presence um, and like overall, like how he portrayed that character, he definitely he doesn't come off as like a really strong character, like individual. Um, he kind of comes back, it comes off as kind of passive and timid. Um, I wonder if it was just like just the wrong person for the role. Could be. Again, because I will because I I will one hundred percent be surprised or tell you that I was surprised when I found out that it was Adam as Kylo Ren. Like when you first see Kylo Ren, you're like, okay, sick. Like I can get behind this guy. He takes a mask off. You're like, whoa, I was not expecting you. Yeah. I mean, again, it comes down to was he sold Vader? And then we got, you know, emo teenage Vader that was sent to his room for doing something wrong. Yeah. I, that's that's the question. We got yelled at. Which, again, I like that part. I think it's funny when the stormtroopers walk up and then turn around yeah, and walk that, away. Uh, yeah. But what about the other part where he's on the bridge with Hux and he starts slashing the control board? You know, it's just oh, like yeah. just silly little temper tantrums and stuff that just felt just awkward and out of place. I also did laugh in episode nine, though, when Hux was like, I'm the spy. I'm the spy. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> um, so someone someone on the Rebel Moon video said, hot take. This is worse than the sequel trilogy. And I'm like, I said that in the episode. <laughs> yeah, no, but I hot, said it's but, worse. But hot take, Kevin. <laughs> it's like I literally said that it's worse than. Episodes uh, eight, nine, and one and two. Um, so, oh, if uh, only we would have gotten the alternate version of nine, that would have been such a yeah. badass movie. I was watching too another video like Lucas's trilogy idea, and that would have been way better. That you would have loved that because that was Darth Maul was the ultimate villain in that one, ruling the galaxy. Oh, that would oh that would have been chef that, kissed, dude. I forget what his apprentice's name was. The Twi'lek, the red Twi'lek. Uh, Darth. Uh, Darth oh, Zana? you can play her in Jedi Academy. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, she's cool. She's got yeah, all the tattoos was... on her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was <laughs> Lucas's uh, trilogy. Um, but, yeah, the other one was good, too. We did, remember that comic book we read, like, half of? Because it wasn't finished yet of the other episode nine. Oh yeah, uh huh. Yep. I should go see. That's it, what I'm saying. It was really good. Um, but uh, yeah. So <clears throat> according to this, the crew didn't like Driver, and according to Driver, he didn't like working on Star Wars. So, um, womp womp. And it again, I'll bring the point up again. There's really not a need for him outside of making a Force Ghost. So, I'm okay without him. Because you can just get somebody else younger to play younger Kylo Ren if you need to. Again, or, this is uh, why I'm not excited about it. I was just going into the continuation of Ray's story. There's nothing left that I, I think is interesting. Also, to clear that up, too, the, um, the controversy around that was the director's line about making men uncomfortable. That was 10 years old and from a documentary she did. So please, like, I'm not her biggest fan. Wait, I but why does she like want to make men uncomfortable? It was specifically referencing the documentary because it was about, I forget what it was about, but it was about something that made sense in that context. Oh, I see. 
Um, oh, so and, people are taking that and thinking that that's her overall mindset, and then she wants to go into Star Wars with that mindset? Yes. And that's what people being, were upset about? Yes, and it's also being framed as she said that at like the announcement of her directing the new movie. Yeah, I um, thought she said that it's time for it, to, like Star Wars, to be shown from a woman's perspective or something like that. That she did say. She said that, but the men uncomfortable line, like "call a spade a spade" here, was had nothing to do with Star Wars, and it was maybe not ten, but five years old. Gotcha. Um, and from a completely different project. I don't so, give a shit again, who's not, directing it. I just wanted it to be good. Not her biggest fan. Did not like Ms. Marvel. She's definitely wrong about the woman-led thing because, like, way to slap Carrie Fisher in the face. Um, but uh, I, 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 I'm 100% honest. Like, I'm not looking forward to that movie as it stands right now just because of the track record there. That's all. We will I watch it? See. Sure. Yep. I mean, I'll, I'll see it if it comes to Disney+. Plus. I it, My want to go to a movie theater is just at an all-time low. Let's do what we did for Multiverse of Madness. That was awesome oh, when know. we rented out the it's theater. so much work. Was it a lot of work? No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. Just thinking of just actually just like going through and doing it. I have to do it. But you're right. Should just do that. Just do that. We'll get pulled to come. It'll be a great time. Good luck getting him out of his house. Well, if you tell him it's an empty movie theater, I'm oh, sure we true. could. Yeah. You can get his own little corner. Bring the kids. Um, and Hunter could come this time too. So that'd be kind of He's fun. not invited. All right. I'll let them know. I was like, hey, Tim said you're not <laughs> sorry, invited. Kid, sorry, kid. I can't come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that would be so rough for him <laughs> yeah he already suffers with emotional stability tim so way to just really drive it in there Man. um <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We are back. Um... So this news, and it's all one big jumble, but I got multiple articles here, and we'll start in the order and kind of how things cascaded down. Okay. Um, but uh, yesterday, a few things were kind of announced, and it was very unceremoniously announced. It was just kind of press release and interview stuff, but we are confirmed on Ahsoka Season 2 by Disney themselves. So that's yeah. happening. Um, we knew that was going to happen. 
we all knew it was going to happen, but now it's it's basically saying um, season two of the show was announced. This is from Polygon uh, by Lucasfilm on January 9th in a blog post announcing the next Star Wars film, which is the bigger news, uh, The Mandalorian and Grogu, which will be directed by Dave um, John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film is big news. Uh, the post also mentions Dave Filoni working on Ahsoka season two, which was the first public confirmation of the season. Um, news is the season does not come as a surprise. So it's literally just an official confirmation of the thing that we all knew was happening. And Disney would be stupid not to continue to pursue. Um, uh, so we're getting that we're getting the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. We're talking not a Disney plus movie. This will be on the big screen. Uh, in theaters, directed by John Favreau. With that amount of news, Tim, and all of that playing in, uh-huh. it makes things interesting because we were told we were just getting one movie, an Heir to the Empire movie, but now it seems that Disney's strategy is the opposite of what they used to do, which was film, then TV show. Now it's like TV show, and now we're going to make a film. I was really sure that we were going to get a trilogy from this it doesn't sound like that'll be part of the trilogy, though. You think it's just going to be like a single two-hour finale to everything, to Ahsoka, to Mando, Is it a finale? To, I mean, that's my assumption. I mean, that's, that, that's how this movie was pitched at Star Wars Celebration, is that the movie would be the finale of all well, the no, shows. Well, no, I'm talking about the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I thought the Mandalorian and Grogu movie was supposed to be the final piece. <laughs> I don't know if that's that movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is I thought that this movie, the one that that that, that Dave is, is supposed to be directing, this is supposed to be like the final piece to the uh, Mando, to Ahsoka, to the Book of Boba Fett. I don't think they're going to do show, movie, show, and then another movie. Well, Dave is supposed to direct that movie. John is directing this movie. Oh. That's my big, that's my big difference here i this feels like a bad okay so if this is not the finale if this is not the what what kind of brings us to the closure of like thrawn and all of that this is just going to be the adventures of mando mando and grogu or an an epic adventure (sighs) of some sort so i mean like uh, a single one so so instead of giving us season whatever of mando they're just going to give us one movie that's that that's, nobody knows but th- so then that to me is what this is so instead of giving us mando season what would it be five instead four. Of, instead of okay so instead of mando season four we are going to get i think just the movie then or mm-hmm. or after season four instead of season five they did say they wanted to go for five seasons so maybe maybe instead of season five we're just gonna get the movie but that's how it feels to me is that the movie is a replacement for a season that I could understand. That would make sense. So it's still technically not the finale that, that is supposed to bring the Thrawn storyline together and Ahsoka and Mando and Boba Fett. Because that's what we were promised. We were promised that we would get this like epic finale in a movie format. So if this is not going to be it, I think that the only way to look at this is as a replacement or uh, something that is going to be like a filler for what would have been that season. Maybe they just don't have enough Maybe they just ran out of material. Maybe they want to drive the storytelling towards this whole Thrawn direction with Ahsoka, and maybe maybe that's why they're doing it into a two-hour format or maybe like an hour and 50 minutes. And instead of trying to sell that in you know short 20 to 30-minute blocks on Disney+, Plus, just do it as a movie. I mean, essentially... There it is. Season 8, you figure every episode's a little over 30 minutes. Season somewhere eight. like 45 minutes to an hour. I'm season uh, four. It's speculative. Yeah, they're anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. So, yeah. And a lot of, a of it's filler. Remember how much of that is filler. So, so let's cut out all of the filler from a single season of Mando. And how many critical episodes do you have out of, what is it, eight episodes or ten? It's usually three to, it's usually half. It's usually half the episodes equal, like, critical storytelling plot. So it's a little parts. over two hours. So right around an hour and a half to two hours worth of storytelling would equal a movie. So it's we're just getting a season of of Boba Fett, or we're getting a season without of Mando filler. without the fillers, and it's just going to be. So you just, should love this. Yeah, thing. it's going to be it's going to be perfect. This is right up Tim's alley, chat. You all, you all, 
Because because Ooh. unfortunately, Mando storytelling isn't as strong as other IPs. And so there's a lot of filler because it's fun because like that's what you come to expect. Like it's just like Mando's character only has so much backstory. And so you kind of have to fill it in with fun adventures. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just sometimes when it's a critical season and you're trying to get you're trying to really bring home this whole thing, like all of Mandalore. I really wish they would have done more of that. We're focused more on that. Um got a action packed two hour movie. I'm I'm excited for it. There you go. Sounds great. There's Tim's take. Here's my hot it's, take. It's hot take. Mando without the filler. It's Tim's dream. Yeah, it's really anyone's dream, I would assume. No side questing, straight to the story. See, like that's just me when it comes to video games. He was like, I'll do side quests if I know the or reward the is good. If the reward is good, if it's worth my time. I'm all about return on investment. I want to know that when I invest my time, I'm going to get something good in return. And when it's a side quest and all I get is, you know, a few shekels and a pat on the back, I'm pretty pissed off. We there is the fundamental difference in how Tim and I play games. There's nothing wrong with the way Tim plays games the way I do it, but Tim is a loot whore and I'm a lore whore. Yep. That's it. Give me strong, powerful, powerful things and I will be a very happy person. But if I can go to a location or a place that is not, which I think is why I like Starfield. Because there's so many things to explore that have nothing. Well, I mean, that's why I like Skyrim. That's why I like Morrowind. That's why I like Oblivion. Um, there's so many things to explore that have nothing to do with the main story. So it's like this. I don't know. That's my cup of tea. You know, you've watched me play Assassin's Creed. You know how I am. I have to like erase every icon yeah, you have from to the find map. Every nook and cranny in that game. Yeah, that's well, just, that's part why of the map is still kind of blurred out. Got a oh, oh, it's just a latrine. Glad I wasn't went there. That's that's the uh, mm-hmm. I guess that's the Bethesda gamer inside of me from from the first time I played uh, Morrowind back in the day. I'm a shooter guy. What can I say? You do. You shoot very well. Thank you. Oh, might I? Thank you very much. Very well. Thank you. Very well. All right. Um, What's next? What else we got? Uh, I mean that that's really it. Is the oh. Ahsoka season two and the Mandalorian and Grogu is is the um, uh, arriving in twenty five or twenty six. Oh my! So God. with that news, I'm gonna be so old. No, you're not. Old. Stop. Um, I'm in this new phase of 40s where I don't care about my age anymore, by the way. I just I decided the other day, I was like, I don't care. It's whatever. When I start feeling it, I feel it. It's all right. Um, let me ask you this about this whole thing. Okay. Would the movie be connected to Ahsoka season two? I Let me set up a scenario for you. Three weeks into Ahsoka, the movie drops on a Friday after the episode of Ahsoka drops. Would the storytelling in the movie play into what's happening oh, in yeah. the television so, you show? You know what was really fun about that was uh, when the Avengers, when all the different Avengers movies were dropping, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was going on at the exact same time, and there was tie-in episodes with the movie as it came out, which was really mm-hmm. neat. So like Thor 2, um, there was an episode of the agents of shield when they went to London after the events of Thor. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, it wasn't, it wasn't a spoiler at all, but it was like, if you watched the movie and then went and watched agents of shield, you knew exactly what happened. You're like, Oh, that's so sick. They just, they just got there just in the nick of time. You know? So like I honestly, I think it'd be really sick. I think it'd be neat to have a, a a tie in of some sort Um, that wouldn't be a spoiler of any, of any shape or form, but it would be a a nice little nod. like, Oh, I just saw that movie. And now it's, Oh, it's right here in this episode. That's cool. Or vice versa. You know, I just saw that in the episode, and now it's here on the on the big screen. I think it's cool. Do I think it's neat. Do you think unilateral storytelling can ever be achieved at that level? I know we've talked about this. Where, let's say, I know I, we always talk about that game that tried to do it with the sci-fi show. Um, what is the name of that game? I'm gonna look. But. You know, where something that happened in the episode of the show could affect the game world if it was an open world, like kind of MMO or, you know, a live action, a live a live service game where an episode or a movie would affect the world in some way, you know, as a patch update. Can game, they can they plan that meticulously? Game was called Defiance. Defiance. Uh, it's called Defiance. It. it came out in 2013. Um, I would love that it, for one. Like that is an ultimate dream is to have a an IP that is um that i'm connected to in in, multifaceted um to where like i'm connected to it via uh, a tv show i'm connected to it via a video game um i'm connected to it in in in, 
you know, multiple ways in the, you know, the decisions that are being made either by the characters or by the players is affecting it in in multiple areas. You know, it's like, okay, like it might affect the next season of the TV show, you know, or, you know, like everything that we, everything that we did over the last couple of years has now like culminated into this movie, you know, like that, that would be awesome. That would be so wild. It would be, it would be revolutionary. Uh, You would, you have never seen anything like that before. And I, I hope that at some point we were able to achieve that. And I don't know if that's just with the uh, the advancement of technology when you know, as we get into you know faster ways of being able to create media, um, you know whether it's through you know AI generated art or you know however else that we're able to create this stuff at you know lightning speed. I mean, people are making video games in the blink of an eye. You know, single to you know two man teams are are building out these massive games that a AAA studio would take years to do. Um, so it's nuts. You know, we're definitely in this like renaissance of um, of digital creation. So I, I hope we get there. I really do. I hope we see that with star Wars at some point, I would love to have some type of star Wars online game, you know, an MMO of some sort that is somehow tied into everything else going on in the world. That'd be sick. The one, the other example that I remember, if I remember correctly, it was Eve dust five one four for PS three was supposed oh, to yeah. affect. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be the ground war. Yeah, you'd have everybody up in orbit on Eve, and then they would yep. be, you know, shooting down, and they'd be helping everybody that's on the planet. And you know, this, yeah, having having you know two different parts of the game being played on two different systems. Um, you know, we're getting kind of there. We're uh, you know the the new game that Sean, uh, what's his face, is working on from um, oh from Hello Games from No from um, what the hell yeah. is that game called um, No Man's Sky. This new game coming out like that looks wild. Like this actual like one to one scale of planet Earth. <laughs> Light no fire. Yeah, that's going to be nuts. Um, so, like, we're getting there. You know, we're definitely getting to a place. I think we'll see it in our lifetime. Because I think, I think in the Eve game, too, whoever won the, the PvP battle on the planet, it would affect the politics yeah. in, mm-hmm. in the economy. And Eve, Eve's also robust enough of a game that it can handle that sort of thing. I, 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 don't, I think we talked about it on the show. I think it was during, it was during lockdown. Um, Eve decided they were bored, the devs, and they oh, just yeah, had a full-scale invasion. alien invasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how nuts <laughs> is that? everyone in the universe. It's crazy. It ruined the economy. It was people that, that had spent, like, thousands of dollars of real money. Mm-hmm. Like, they were in shambles because of this. It's just funny that the devs were like, eh, hit the button, let's invade. <laughs> crazy. Um, and, yeah, and there were, like, outposts that were being taken over, and no one knew why. Like, that was, that was actually during lockdown. That was one of my favorite things to follow and watch happen on Twitch. Mm-hmm. because the streamers were very, very, they weren't upset, but that watching them try and figure that out yeah. was really engaging. It's a game I'll never touch. Eve is way too complicated for me to get into, but watching that play out was entertainment in and of itself. So <laughs> like, can we, that's my point is, can we get experience like that even within the star Wars universe where the next battlefront, let's say is, if, is maybe when you queue for a map, like you said, you have a ground war happening, but somebody else queued for space battle is affecting yeah. what's happening in the ground war. How cool would that be? That would be cool. You know? Because it happens. Look at look at Rogue One. That's that's what happens. So I don't know. Is that the is that the future? That's where my head is at. So um, um we have a lot of uh got a lot of possibilities with uh with Unreal Engine. I mean, like hell now we've got um the Unreal Engine a plugin that's able to um, reskin everything and make it VR. So like the Deus Ex games are going to be VR now. Saw that. It's yep. made with, uh, yeah, it just, it's like there's this Unreal Engine hook in. And so like now everything's going to be playable in VR. So I mean like Kevin, like the whole idea of Ready Player One and like, and having like yep. that is, we're not far off from it. We're very close. <laughs> you saw Warner Brothers is investing in making Ready Player One, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been in talks for a bit. Oh, it's official press release like a few days ago. Oh, I knew that there was like they were they were trying to make a Ready Player One game. No, like they're moving forward, making a a Web three essentially metaverse that is based on Ready Player One. Um, uh, Sportskita dot com. Warner Brothers partners with an AI company to bring Ready Player One to the metaverse. Uh, the movie Ready Player One by Steven Spielberg. Blah 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 blah. blah. Get to the part we care about. <clears throat> Readyverse Studios has obtained exclusive Web3 rights to bring the Ready Player One franchise into the metaverse. 
Although there is limited information about specific details of Ready Player One in the metaverse, the company expects it to release in 2024. <laughs> Here's my question with that. Because oh, no. the Ready Player One metaverse has uh, everything. It has everything. Yeah, has everything. Even the movie had rights to stuff that I was completely shocked that they got rights to. Yeah. Because there was Disney IPs in there. Yeah. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. How are they going to pull that off and keep all of the... IPs like obviously they could use Steamboat Willie at this point, but um, you know, Vader wasn't Vader was in Ready Vader, Player yeah, One, wasn't uh-huh. he? Uh, the T Rex from Jurassic Park, uh, King Kong. Uh, That's going to be so a lot much of universal. A lot of Universal IPs were in there. Uh, uh, the the uh, DeLorean from Back to the Future, uh, the train from Back to the Future. There was there, the uh, wasn't the Gears of War guy in there. There was a bunch. It was nuts. It was absolutely insane. You're right. I mean, it's a lot like, have you played um, or have you watched anyone do the, um, what is the, what is the VR game? Um, VR chat. Have you, have you watched VR chat? I mean, I did when it first came out. But, but so you can load in your own avatars in VR chat. So people can be like, you, you could be Blanca from Street Fighter or you could be mm-hmm. Darth Vader. You could be an uwu anime girl. You could be like, whatever. Just load it right in. You could be a, a dragon. Um, so like, that'd be cool. Like you would essentially like be able to do something like that. But I wonder, I wonder, I mean, like, I wonder like if you're like, I mean, I would, I would hope that Epic gets a tie in of some sort to this because Epic has all of those like Fortnite skins. Like I would love to be able to take my Epic Fortnite skins and, 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 and use those as like my avatars for when I'm in doing something like that. I found the list. This list is nuts of everything that appeared in the movie. Minecraft, Batman, Joker, Harley, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Star Trek, Street Fighter, Speed Racer, Bigfoot, Back to the Future, Tron, Akira, Jurassic Park, King Kong, Last Action Hero, Iron Giant. I'm not even halfway through. Holy crap. Battlestar Galactica, Alien, Silent Running, Dune, GoldenEye, Superman, Spider-Man, Hulk, Looney Tunes, Space Invaders, Asteroids, Galaga. Like... Again, still not halfway through the list. Border I didn't see Borderlands. Borderlands was apparently a probably a psycho or something. Well. Overwatch, War of the Worlds, Tootsie Pop, Knight Rider, Beetlejuice, Mortal Kombat, Dark Crystal. Like, this is nuts. How are they going to afford that? That's my question. Know. That's crazy. Or do you do like staggered releases of content? But that's not the point of Ready Player One, you know? I don't know. I'm not sure how you said you read the book too, right? Oh, the book is phenomenal. Oh my God, Kevin. It's so good. The book beats the beats the movie. Like the movie does not do it justice. The, Oh my God. The, just the, the, the adventures of Parsifal and the crew just to find the different, um, the different gems. Uh, fantastic. It's so cool. Um, he ends up meeting, uh, he ends up being a fan of the girl because she's a streamer on Twitch. And so <laughs> she like live streams like all of her adventures and stuff. And so just like, I don't know, just there's so much more detail in the, in the book. It's just, it's definitely worth a read. And it's on Audible. It's read by Will Wheaton. He does a fantastic job. So how, I, I how many it. years? So with, with that coming to fruition, mm-hmm. and it seems like VR is finally catching its footing for the first time it's in human history. starting to pop off. This new, um, the new Asgard game apparently is just phenomenal. A ten, yeah, it's apparently it's a 10 of 10. Um, man, maybe I'll give that a whirl on stream one of these days. Um, the, how, how far are we from the VR treadmill being like just a fixture in the house? The way the TV is. I mean, it's 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 fairly small now. I mean, like it's yeah. I think it's going to get to the place of like where like you know like Ben and his uh, treadmill mat. You know, treadmill mm-hmm. like tread like getting a treadmill in your house used to be like this huge ordeal. I remember my mom getting a treadmill in the house, and it took up half their bedroom. And now you can have this tiny little treadmill mat that just slides underneath your bed, and you can get that thing going. Um, so yeah, I I think a uh, a VR play mat or like the VR, you know, treadmill, like the little enclosure, I think that's going to be small enough to where you'll be able to unfold it and it'll be able, you'll just, it'll slide under your desk or up against the wall or something. You just pull it out. But that, that really feel like that's going to be the only way that you can truly enjoy VR at that level. Like you need to be, you need to be able to feel it. You need to be able to move around. It's less than $2,000 for this whole VR treadmill. Yeah. They're really not that expensive. They used to be like 10 grand. This one even has a a pad 
So you can sit. So if you're riding a horse or sitting mm-hmm. in a tank there's or something. One, there's one that has a, a whole back contraption where you can actually like fly. You can swim That's, and stuff. Yeah, I'm watching. Is that, that the one you're looking at? Right yeah, now. it's yep. wild. Yeah, it like elevates. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is less than two grand? Yeah. I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. The TV costs more. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're not far off. No, we're right there. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, uh, that's going to do it for today. It's a shorter one, we know, but uh, we covered the main meat and potatoes, which is the Mandalorian Did movie. you finish the book? I literally have. Can you please finish that's the book so we can talk about it next week? I have 31 minutes left. Finish it. It's getting good, too. Good. Also, it, it, can we talk about one thing towards the end, though? Hmm. Avar's little uh, Leia Mary Poppins across space. At least they described it appropriately and not I like Leia's I, like I mean like magical. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean like she jet they they did the same thing. There's a scene in um uh the expanse. Uh, yes, I remember Naomi Nagata, she she launches herself and she almost dies. I mean, like essentially the same thing happened to her. She almost asphyxiated out in space, so Yeah, she had the bruises and the ice. It was on her so hands. much better than freaking Leia just Mary Poppins across. Um, yeah, no, I agree. That was, that was, uh, I finished that part this morning. So I got another like half an hour out mm-hmm. of it. So I'm almost done by next week. We will be able to talk about it. Nice. Uh, I would have listened to more yesterday, but I didn't have to drive because of the storm. So da, 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 da. anywho, well, thank you for listening to star Wars and scotch. We'll be back next week with some more news reviews and we'll be talking about the eye of darkness. Cause I will be done finally. Hooray. Um, what is the next book? Star Wars. Book releases. Um, nope, that's old. Everything coming to Star Wars in 2024. Also, Alex did a video on what comics to read for Star Wars. So, oh, nice. Maybe we'll follow his little track there and have that be our comic track. Um, that's live action. What about books? Books. I want books. He wants the books. Give him the books. They're still claiming Hunters is going to come out this year, too. It's not going to happen. Maybe it will. Maybe maybe, maybe it will. It, maybe it'll surprise us all. It'll be a really good game. Uh, the Living Force on April 9th is the next book, and then The Glass Abyss after that. The Living Force, though, is not High Republic. Um, the next one... Oh, Oh, this is a middle school one, though. I'm not reading those anymore. Oh. It's uh, Escape from Valo. I'm, I'm not reading those. Valo. Uh, Defy the Storm. Uh, that's a young adult novel. Uh, I don't want to read those either. That kind of sucked, too. March 5th. Uh, and then the next adult one is June 11th, Temptation of the Force. Oh, man. That's a while. Oh, we got a lot of books we could read. There's um, We could always read... Uh, um. Crimson Climb, which is the, um, what's her face from Rogue One? I don't know. Not Rogue One. From the Han Solo movie. Oh, I still, Targaryen? Daenerys Daenerys? Targaryen. I don't know her name. Yeah. Uh, Crimson Climb came out last year. I didn't read that. Why is that her real name and not her character name? I'm staring at her on the screen and I cannot find her name. Kira, thank you. Um, oh, I thought you wanted the actress's name. I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm I'm terrible with names. Oh no, her real name is uh, Amelia Clark. That yes, I knew. I Kira know is the character name. Uh, I would love to know more book. about her. Yeah, well, Crimson Climb is the name of the book. If you want to start that next, yeah, that'd be good. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't cool. think we're gonna get another solo movie. No, no, I think that's unfortunately. I like solo. I thought it was I fun. Did too. I thought it was me. good. That's just me. Oh well. It's us. Oh, well, uh, make sure you head over to Tim's channel, uh, youtube.com slash darkness, four, two, nine, twitch.tv slash darkness, four, two, nine. You can sub in both places. I am. You should. Oh, just saying, thanks, Kevin. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I like, I like, uh, pressing the alerts and watching the Thank you. How's, uh, thing with the little, little logo at the bottom. How's your, how's your Twitch stream? How's, how's, how's being back treating you? It's uh, it's very eye opening to see the new oh. world of streaming. It's very different, it but is, uh, we'll save different. that for a different podcast on a different day, all at right. a different time. Sounds good. Uh, and I couldn't stream last night because of the power outage. Um, but uh, 
yeah, head over there at Doctor Sports Unite everywhere on the internet. Make sure you drop a sub, say hello, say, hey, I heard Star Wars and Scotch and wanted to come see your stream because that makes Tim so happy. And he texted me immediately after. He's like, some dude from Star Wars and Scotch came to my stream. It's not true. I do tell him about it, though. But you can also head on over to twitch.tv forward slash kmagic101. Did you just say it doesn't make you happy, no, though? It, it does make me happy, but I don't <laughs> just like, I'm not like elated to the point of where I'm like, oh, Kevin needs to know this right away. Uh, you can head on over to uh, youtube.com forward slash kmagic101 or tiktok.com forward slash at kmagic101. Check him out. He's streaming all kinds of games. What are you, what are you playing? Are you going to be playing more uh, Once Human? I'm going to do one more stream before the this beta ends and then um, um, we're going to continue Starfield and see what else is going on. Maybe I'll it's dive so crazy that you're playing I Starfield. I just. I want to play it. No, no, no. I, I, no, I love that for you. It's just crazy that you're just now playing Starfield. Yeah, that's. I'm, I got a backlog. It's bad. It's Oof. horrible. I gotta. I, I gotta beat you. my backlog. Oh, you gotta go beat beat the backlog. All right. I gotta beat. We'll the have backlog. fun beating your log, and uh, I will we'll see you on the next episode of Star Wars: The Scotch. Do I? I. I guess I'm saying it this time. Yeah, this is you, Kevin, and, and Kevin. May, may the force be with you. Yeah, this is where we should we should do it the other way next time. You. That was terrible. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.